Hi everyone, welcome back to the HR Leaders Podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by Christelle Benetiu, who's the Chief HR Officer at Ferring Pharmaceuticals. During the episode, Christelle shares how Ferring has designed and implemented a comprehensive and inclusive global family benefits package. She talks about the introduction of a 26-week global minimum standard for paid parental leave for both birthing parents and non-birthing parents, how they're actually providing unlimited financial support for fertility benefits, ensuring accessible care for all employees, the key factors to consider when developing and executing a global wellbeing strategy, and the essential technology partners that are actually enabling their successful wellbeing initiatives. As always, before we jump into the video, make sure you hit the subscribe button, turn on the notification bell, and follow on your favorite podcast platform. With that being said, let's jump in. Christelle, welcome to the show. How are you? Uh, thank you. I'm very well. And yourself? Uh, well, I'm good. Well, it's, uh, it's good to see CHRO Rose smiling. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> That's part of the job profile. We have a mask, you know. Is that what it is? To the office. Is, yeah. Are you, are you ever <laughs> oh, allowed to? No. Uh, I suppose there's like some sort of indirect pressure, isn't there? Like to, you, the HR is always supposed to be okay. <laughs> and, and well, they look at your face if you're not smiling they're worried but no, we, we're having the, yeah. the fun part you know all about the business and the people so, yeah so it's always fun in HR no that yeah of course how's family how's everyone very good you know three young kids and a working husband so oh. they're all busy but uh that's good good work-life balance good that's all well, I'm glad work-life you, uh, integration integration yeah exactly uh there's no yeah it's, it's an interesting one I can barely do with one kid my daughter's four and my wife and I both work so I don't even know how you do it with three because I've, I've done, I don't know I, I, I that's my uh saddest part of me I think I like to uh <laughs> I like pain but no that is great you know what motherhood is the best or parenthood is the best uh Best lesson for leadership. Yeah. You know, treat what, your leaders like your kids and uh, you're nearly there. <laughs> what What would you say is the uh, biggest lessons you have learned from your kids that you've kind of taken into the workplace? Uh, patience, potentially. <laughs> no, and tantrum. Uh, tantrum in the boardroom are, are different, uh, but they're still tantrums. So, yeah. uh, patience probably. is uh, definitely one as a parent, right? I feel like for me, that's the one of the things I had to work on with Robin is be very patient. <laughs> so, uh, and, and, and Chris, I was not born with it. Patient is a virtue I haven't blessed, been blessed with. So uh, that's, I'm still learning every day, you know? <laughs> yeah. You, we learn so much from our kids, right? I feel like Robin teaches me more than I teach her um, as well. Yeah. Like, I love the fact that they, she... They, Go on, sorry. Put the mirror up, you know, there's no pretense with them. They put no. that mirror up and you're right in your face. You're like, oh dear. Oh. Yeah. And they're right most of the time. I know, unfortunately. I love with Robin but at the moment. don't tell them that. No, I know, yeah. I love at the moment with Robin, like there's no, they haven't, de- she hasn't developed any, any sort of fear yet. So everything is a yes. Everything is a jump in the deep end. Everything is. I'll try yeah. it. You know, she's not worried about failure. She's not worried about what someone's going to think. She's just. I love it as kids. They're just free to just try, well, experiment, and the lack of filter as yeah. well. They tell you thing. When they say we have a say in French, <laughs> yeah. they say the truth come out of the children's mouth. Yeah. And sometimes like, ouch. That, I mean, I can't even react because that was true. <laughs> but uh, yes. Yeah. So uh... <laughs> love it, love it. Um, what, what's what's top of mind for you? Obviously, it's been a crazy few years. It still is, to be honest. Uh, environment. What, what's yeah. really top of mind for you right now? Uh, ooh, a lot of things. 
uh, at work anyway, I hope I won't bore you with the details, but I, uh, at work, we, so I joined the company two years ago. We've, mm-hmm. uh, we've got some very exciting, we have a lot of highs and a few lows. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now we've just had two outstanding approvals from the FDA, um, on two first in class drugs. So as you can imagine, wow. we're 2 billion company, 2.2 billion. So fairly modest. So it's, it's huge for us, mm-hmm. which is a great problem to have. Good problem to um, have so from a natural standpoint, from a business, a lot of challenges and a lot of investment. And we need to prepare. We've launched one. We're preparing to launch the other. Um, so from a, a people standpoint, you can imagine the needs there, what we need to, uh, um, bring the right people, develop them. And it's a completely changed mindset. Um, but very strong. We've been growing significantly in terms of volume, but not necessarily in terms of profit. So we've been doing life cycle management. Now it's new products. So <laughs> fascinating from a people <laughs> skill set standpoint, uh, cultural standpoint, and we're right in the middle of it. So um, wow. it would be hard to identify one or two. It's all at the same time, but that's why I mean that's why I love it. And uh yeah. in some way it put HR or, or our function, human resources, right in the center of it. So that's what I love the most. Love um, it. What does that yeah. mean in terms of hiring? You get just two drugs approved. What does that look like from your hiring? Is it are you increasing your head headcount quite significantly because of those? So at the moment, yeah, no, that's a good question. So the at the moment, these two drugs are mainly launched. I mean, they're only launched in the US, in the US. because they've been approved first by the FDA in the US. So we've ramped up, of course, you 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 mm-hmm. you prepare a few months before. Of course. Uh, you, you're hoping you'll you'll get approved. So we ramped up on the on the sales force, but not just, you know, medical, the payers, mm-hmm. um, um, even some support functions, you know, yeah, uh, or yeah, enabling functions. So there's been a lot of hiring, but a lot of training as well. Uh, a, a lot of converting skill sets. So people we have already talent that we have, that we're moving them. It's a completely different therapeutic area. Um, so new skill set, people that have been working with us for a long time, great salespeople, but they never launch a product. So it's different skill set, different um uh, different focus. Uh, we we have had to to build up some global team, but also focusing on the US because we're launching in the US, but we're also planning the ex US. It's launch. a lot to so think it's, about. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. hiring, training, converting. Yeah, uh, you name it, we have it nice. right now. So it's uh, it sounds like chaos. We but we kind of structured chaos, organized chaos. Yeah, well, exactly. Look, we're, we're, That's what innovation is. <laughs> oh, it's true. Exactly. Well, look, we're so we're so much going on internally and also external, uh, externally. You know, there's a lot going on. Um, yeah. I, I'm sure well-being is something of of a focus for for you and the team. Yeah. Could you kind of walk us through the work that you're doing there? Yeah. So, I, as you said, I think we've we came out of COVID, and some people will even say we're right in it. Or it's less restriction, but it's still the mass aftermath we've had. Uh, the geopolitical situation last year that didn't help. Mm. Economical situation with inflation, and and we are we are operating in well, we're selling a product in over hundred countries. We're operating in fifty five countries. So, just how people are perceiving all of those elements are very very different. You have countries with twenty plus percent inflation rates, some a bit more modest, but it's it's huge. Um, you you change everywhere. So it and. That's externally and internally. As I said, we had some 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 challenges that we faced that we recovered. 
we have those exciting opportunities, but it put a lot of pressure yeah. on our employees. We we realize, I mean, like anyone, it's not just fearing. All companies understand the importance of well-being. And as we all know in HR or even outside of HR, to be the a great place to work, we need to look at well-being of people at work, at home. So, you know, it's like it's it's like learning and development is personal growth and professional growth. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an element, an area where we spend a lot of time. Um, maybe one, I mean, we've done like all other companies on flexible working arrangement, not just, you know, remote or virtual or physical, but how do you adapt to that? So I, I, we are not best in class, so I'm not going to, to uh, go too much into that. I think we're doing, we've done what a lot of other people are doing. Um, the, the the one element that I'm quite proud of, and we're all proud in here, is what we're doing. Um, we have a, a, a huge program, and we call it Building Family at Fairing. Mm-hmm. So Fairing is a market leader in reproductive medicine and maternal health. So you would expect yes. that we do something for our employees. You know, we are advocating people to have a family and we're working with some industries, you know, to include that in their benefits. So we have to lead by example. Mm-hmm. You know, leadership is not just about uh, market share. They say great leaders are people that uh, uh, others follow. So we want us, we want other companies to follow us in that journey. And we have two huge pillars in that program. The first one is we launched it last year. We are offering for all our employees, uh, regardless of where they are, regardless of who they love, so regardless of gender, uh, sexual orientation, age, um, we're offering a full support in their family uh, building journey, whether it's IVF, whether it's sperm donor, egg donor, surrogacy, adoption, uh, financial support, so we pay for it, which is a huge amount in some countries. Uh, in particular, in some countries where um, national health is not covering it, and and emotional support, so we give them people time off, uh, we uh, accommodate the workplace to help them. That's one key pillar, and the second, which I'm I'm not sure what I'm the proudest of, uh, and definitely one unique for for big organization like ourselves, we have a six months parental leave, so that's the birthing and a non-birthing parent. So that's huge, which means that if you have a baby or if you adopt um, at fairing, you will get six months to really create that link with your new joiner in the family, whether mm-hmm. you're the, the physical birthing parent or not. Yeah, that's amazing. So that's, that's huge. That's huge. And that has generated, as you can imagine, a lot of positive uh, engagement with, with our employees. Yeah. We were just talking about being parents at the beginning of the episode. And exactly. I can't imagine not having that time with Robin looking back. You know, I was quite lucky that I run my own business so I can yeah. be flexible and do that. And we were financially lucky and fortunate to be in a position that my wife took a whole year off. And, yeah. uh, you know, she, she, she wasn't getting paid by our company, by the way. For for that year off, but yeah. financially we were, we we're very lucky that we could afford to do that um, as well. And now I look back, I'm so happy. And I know we we, we speak about the time, and she she speaks about how 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 much she loved having that that time 
to spend with Robin. So it's incredible that you've done that. Yeah, and maybe I should have precise. It's paid parental leave. I, know, I, know, I, mean, I, I knew, I knew obvious, yours was I paid. I just wanted to make it. <laughs> I know yours was paid. I think Natasha had yeah. three. I think she had three months paid. Yeah. Uh, my wife had yeah. three months paid. And then the rest, we just, yeah. you know, obviously we, we just foregoed that. But, um, but you know, I had twins. I had no, you know, I had the, the, the normal, but my husband had two days. And I think in some countries, yeah. it's still nothing. It's one day. And even in those countries that what one day we're offering six months. So it's interesting because we are facing some cultural challenge. You know, even leaders feel not comfortable taking those six months. Interesting. But we have a lot of male leaders as well as female leaders. And of a certain age, that really proactively say, look, I've got one kid, two kids, three kids. I had half a day, I had one day, I couldn't bond. And now I'm bonding with my grandchildren the way I haven't bond with my children. Um, and, and I mean, we're talking about well-being, but we can talk about diversity and inclusion. If we want more diversity, you know, you, you have to do that. And, and we have had some really great testimonial from, um, from fathers who come back and they say, look, you know, I had my first child. I didn't have that. My second... I, I was able to share with my wife the burden, even at home. And that too, that's a, a good point. It's different dynamics. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it, and it's not just at work. Again, employer of choice help employees at home and at work. Mm. And that's what, you know, you can't go in people's home, but at least if you give them the money and the time to yeah. help through that journey. Yeah. How, how do you go about sharing those stories, just out of curiosity? Is it like internal in like your own Slack channels or, you know, like I just, just an interesting question because I think it's important. Get- it's very interesting. And, and you know, I've had that conversation with our head of communication. Fairing is the best kept secret, I believe. And I, you, you, you think you're <laughs> selling it now. But when I joined, I didn't know them. I read on paper, you know, I said, oh, that's good. And when I joined, I realized some of the benefits. And the, the biggest feedback we get from people who join us is said, oh, wow. It's actually even better than I thought. And we're not perfect, no companies. So there's loads of frustration and loads of moment of banging my head against the wall, you know. So we're not perfect, but we're not very good at promoting ourselves. So to your question, I don't think we're selling that well enough. We've done LinkedIn posts. Of course, we have a new employee value proposition. We're discussing in forum. I mean, our, our president was in Davos a few weeks ago, and that got some interest. And people say, oh, wow. I didn't even realize, have you just launched it? It's 12 months now. So we need to do a lot more. And, you know, even if that post podcast can help and, and yeah. but, you know, our, our owners is like, well, I don't want to tell everyone we're great. We're just going to be great and people will know. So I, I hear it <laughs> well, and I respect that, it. So. Employees share that. Like if you, again, it's like the best marketing is your, is the feedback from your employees that, you know, from to, yeah. their, to their friends, to their network, et cetera. But I mean, how are you sharing those stories internally, though? You know, in in terms of those leaders saying, "Hey, I've just come back. It's been amazing." How are you sharing that yeah. internally? So we're trying. We 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 are also using testimonial because, um, in addition to offering or supporting our employees, you know, to for their family building journey, um, the the positive side effect, um, which. I should pretend we had planned, but we hadn't really. You're being we honest. It's good. You're that. being honest. I'll be honest. You know, I, it's only you and I, right? Yeah. So, but, but the very positive side effect is 
because we have all of those leaders, managers at any level, and, and I've got loads of examples of very senior leaders, and I'm making sure the senior leaders are taking their BFF, building family at fairing leave, because mm. they are leading by example, and we've had good example. Um, so basically, uh, because of those, that has given opportunity for internal talent to go into your like positions they wouldn't have got. So it's six, sometimes people say, you know what, I'll take another three months, I won't be paid. But those six months where we had people that could not relocate, but say, look, you know what, for six months, you either come or you do it remote, or it's a step up that we might, you know, it's talent. It's like, well, do we take a risk? I'm like, it's only six months, what can happen? Mm -hmm. And we've had really successful developmental opportunities that came out of it. So actually... Helping people, our employees to build a family journey, hopefully helping the world to build a more diverse uh, population. Um, and people were like opening their mind, even in culture and country where culture are a bit more, less open, should I say, to, to, to this approach. In addition, the positive side effect of the whole thing has been an increase on developmental opportunity. So that actually, very openly, Chris, I'm promoting it, that part, a lot more internally because I think people know about the BFF now. Internally, they talk about it. But what people don't get, and now they're starting, we had our talent review recently, and out of the senior talent review, four or five moves were made thanks to those parental leave opportunity. And I'm telling you, we had a town hall yesterday and we have videos, short clips um, to remind people. You know, oh, so you include those type of things year. during the town halls, for yeah. example. Okay, great. Love. As well. And 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 we ask our people to for testimonials. Some people on LinkedIn, not enough, but uh, we don't want to, people don't necessarily want to expose themselves publicly mm-hmm. to, but yeah. Love it. Like this all sounds amazing, but there is a cost attached, right, to oh, that. Yeah. And especially or on both sides, right? So how, how did you, uh, I'm sure many leaders are listening being like, we would love to have that yeah. at my company <laughs> as well. How did you overcome those challenges? Um, you know, let's, let's start with the first part. Like when you spoke around util- yeah. um, fertility, IVF, et cetera. As you mentioned, some companies, some countries, you've got national healthcare, yeah. others you don't. How did you, yeah. are you working with a partner on that? Are you doing yes. that internally? So we- like, how's that work? Yeah. So for that fertility and uh, the financial piece and even the emotional piece of it, it's outsourced because also we want to respect people's privacy. You know, mm-hmm. some people might not feel comfortable, although we are really creating it fairing, that family, the open, and people are talking more and more around, you know, I've, I've had fertility treatment problem, uh, fertility issues mm-hmm. in my previous employers. I would not have dared discussing it, but here that's our business, you know? So if we're not open about it and tolerating it and inclusive about it, then shame on us. So, um, but we still want to, to keep privacy. So we are, we are, we are partnering with Carrot globally and Progeny in the U S and basically people will go, our employees have all the contact detail. They deal directly with those external. So we ensure that we are legally compliant. If we go to surrogacy, you know, we, we're not being exposed. We're working with a, um, or our employees are working with, with a hospital or, or agencies or organizations that are well overboard. So that's outsourced. We pay for it so we can go into the cost later, but all of that piece, we are, um, 
we are partnering with with uh, with global providers. It's too complicated, and for people who want to do that, I would. I mean, we've used so Carrot and it, Progeny. There are others, so I'm not. So I'm not underneath um, Carrot and Progeny, they have multiple services underneath their those umbrellas. Yes. Okay. There's a, you call them and they direct you to loads of, it could be psychological support, it could be physical mm-hmm. need, whatever it is, because we have a long, long list of, of offering in there, they cover. Okay. And we have actually, we that's something that very few people did, but our, our president who's right behind it, and I'll answer the part of your questions, how, how did he get it approved? Yeah. I think our whole executive committee, our whole president fully behind it. And We've even went for there's no limit. So you could have four, five, six surrogacy, which is extremely expensive. So we might review later, but at the moment, I was about to ask you that. if we want wow. to be the leader, it's uncapped. Really? Wow. People who can't afford it, they could cap it. I mean, you don't need to go all the way of where course, we no, are. I get it. I yeah. Think yeah. For a company who wants to look at it, there is way, there is a cost, significant cost. But if they can't afford that full cost, they can start the journey somewhere and they can still partner with external suppliers or providers mm-hmm. and give them a different brief, but they can still start the journey. Not because you can't get all the way there. Even yeah. starting that journey, I think it sends a very positive message to the employees and our engagement, our retention. You know, I've got four or five employees say, you know what, Christelle, I I will stay. And some out of age, should I say, but I said, I'm so proud of what we're doing. I think this, for me, that's one of the reasons I'm saying. So it's well-being, it's engagement, it's it's also part of the retention, I believe. And put a cost on retention. You know, I'm I'm putting my CFO hat on. The negotiation that we had to do a little bit to justify the cost, cost of retention and engagement. I was put just one thinking that number. On it. Yeah, if you look at that cost, I'm sure it'll outweigh <laughs> the cost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. The turnover cost, right? If you measured that. Yeah. <laughs> um as well wow that's but, but but to answer the second part of your question chris there is a cost yeah for sure mm. we what we've done um and as i said the president has been very very supportive i've got to 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 give him all of the credit i mean the team behind it across functional team led by hr and finance and 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 loads of other functions i've helped driven that I don't want to take anything away from them because it was outstanding. But without the support of our president, who our original brief was even lower, and he said, well, what would, would take us to be leaders? Well, six months. Okay, go for it. And it was the easiest sell at the executive team meeting. Wow. It was the easiest sell at the board. There's a cost, and we've decided to centralize that cost because if you, again, for those who want to do it, if you leave it with a country um, if it's a GNA cost, you know, for the for, for, for the local, you give those who are already reluctant for doing it from a cultural standpoint, they will hide behind the cost. I'd love to do it, I can't afford it. Mm. So we wanted to remove that barrier. So if you're not doing it now, I'm sorry, you have no excuse. You don't have the excuse <laughs> of the money because we're paying for it. Yeah. But there's a cost. There's surely a cost that we ring fest. So yeah, no, I love that. No, I appreciate your honesty about that. Like one a reason I ask those questions is a lot of uh, the leaders I speak to, they, they, they also want to do a lot of work around well-being, but it's so much noise as well. And there's so many different providers. What made you choose? You said carrots, right? And then the carrot, other one, and the yeah. other one's called? Progeny. 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 What? So basically Progeny, the US team, the organization was ahead 
of uh, because it's a global program what yes. I mentioned. So mm-hmm. it, we're forcing it, you know, on 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 a flexible working arrangement with defined guidelines, and each market could adapt. This one was imposed. We're not dictating. No, very very decentralized in many ways. Mm-hmm. But that one was, you know, what this is the minimum requirement around the world. Uh, some countries were already above. So if some countries were already doing it, we're not lowering these ex- these benefits. We're just bringing it up. The US was already working with Progeny to some extent. They, it wasn't as generous to our employees, so we topped up. But they were already having something that that worked and worked really well. Um, we looked at loads of different providers, um, and there are others out there for sure. Carrot is not the only one. Many reasons to go, not just based on price. I think for us, we needed to have someone that was truly global. So also it depends on organization that might be more regional sure. or so you local. Needed someone to offer then, you, off, you know, offer maybe Carrot might not be the, the, the most cost-effective or, if, or efficient way. Uh, but it was a global provider's extremely ethical very able to absorb the volume of demand because sure. you know, we predicted how many that would be, um, and and loads of other criteria. But I'd say no, that would, that would be ones. the main. Ones. Yeah, it's important to ask those questions. And uh, what does the user experience yeah. look like? Because I think some of the programs that I've seen, they've, they've put all this time and investment in, but where they fail is actually the execution of the ex- the employee experience of how they even use the app platforms. And yeah. the app, you know, sometimes it's hidden away in the internet somewhere and people don't even know it exists. <laughs> they don't even know they have all these amazing things. So what does the employee experience look like? Where does that live for them? How do they access these tools? So so it's within the HR reward of benefits. First, it's a key benefit. So it's it's under my, my team. So my team, someone in my team is 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 managing that. So we launched it at the, again, Global Town Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, that made a, a, a lot of noise internally. And we we announced it months before we were able to uh, properly implement it. But we wanted to, first we wanted to have the leadership position. So we wanted to announce it and also so that people could plan, you know, but because it was taking a few months, but we wouldn't, we didn't want to delay announcing and we had some buffer to make sure people like got pregnant, you know, um, didn't miss because of these few months. The implementation team worked extremely hard to do it all in four months between we announced and so we decided wow. to, to that's not a lot of time. That's that's not a lot of time. No, I've got <laughs> I've got a great team, I tell you. What I'm would the, you say is the I'm biggest the challenge? What's the biggest challenge you think they had to overcome? What would you say in 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 in, in terms of implementation? Is the the complexity of the implementation not just on the fertility piece because the carrot progeny piece that's easy and I don't want to underestimate the work done by procurement and and some of the HR team and and so, so that has to be done but that's the easier part the most difficult is we operate in fifty five countries different the mm. level law different system how do you implement from a system point of view from a regulation point of view. Um, as I said, in some people, in some countries, the man had zero or one day uh, or the, 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 the birthing uh, parents tried to be uh, gender neutral. The birthing parents um, had two weeks is paid by the government. It's not. So this is at a local level. This is extremely complex. Yeah. So we, we work very closely with the HR community to really help them through that because it sounds easy. And the no, executive said, that's easy. it. Yourself. Press the button tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, guys, that's not how it's like. So 
if you talk about cost, we had two dedicated resources also to help us because you need to remove as much as you can the burden from the local organization, HR organization, because they had day jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mentioned the challenging environment. We are positively challenging, but still challenging. You add that on top. So I think something that we did well, based on bad experience, you know, we learned from a mistakes in the past, is allocating enough resource pre-implementation. Because if not, you might take the cost, the the burden of the implementation. If it remains all on the local team, mm. then it, again, it's another barrier to success. So I think yeah. to answer your original question, the feedback is extremely positive. Uh, the very smooth transition with Caris and Progeny. I mean, it's it it's rolling. <laughs> we have a quarterly review with each of them, say what's going on, reviewing the costs, reviewing nice. the feedback. Um, because again, we don't know. It's so anonymous. We don't know who is doing that, but the feedback is anonymized and we, we make some improvement. And I have one person dedicated centrally to manage that program because, again, it's not just so, it's out of the door. Yeah, it's, it's never end. It's always ongoing. It doesn't end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Love. it's part of the cost. You know, it's, it's but again, um, it, I know it's easy for me to say, you know, the finance guys listening to me were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't look at it as a cost. Look at it as an investment on your engagement, on your yeah. um on your retention, as I was saying, and, and potentially on your attraction, that's something we are selling to our candidates. And candidates are like, oh, wow. Um, and again, not just because they want to build family. Some of them have their family or some of them don't want to build a family. But when you have such a powerful message, mm, people say, wow, well, it has to be a good enough company. You know, if yeah. they do that, it can't be that bad. So mm -hmm. Look at the investment that you would make on an employee value proposition or marketing campaign. It's worth every penny of it. I mean, yeah, I'm selling now. No, 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 it's fine. You're, you're, not, you're, not, you're not selling. You're passionate, right? Like we, you, you, you've been working, and you know, well, both of us have been working in this space for a long time, and we've come so far. Like, and we never, we could only dream of having things like this right in the past. How does it make you feel? As a HR leader, to to, to I mean the, to see the team laugh. I mean, I in a town hall, I'm always the one passionate about things. Because yesterday we 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 just launched a, a new online platform, learning platform. It's the first time in the company, so I've got the good I've got the good role, I think, in the executive uh, committee. <laughs> but I was like a kid at Christmas. You know, I couldn't keep smiling, and people said, "Oh, you share the passion." But I'm like, what is it not to love? And the pride that I had and the luck, I feel extremely lucky because our company can afford it. Yeah. And my peers at the executive committee, our president is fully supportive. So I'm the lucky one here because I'm sure there's plenty of talented HR, CHR, uh, I speak or CEO to them every day. would love to do it, <laughs> who can't. Yeah, yeah. No. I feel lucky. And and I'm milking the groovy train, you know, to make sure we are we use that investment the best possible way, but not for HR. I mean, I feel lucky now as a head of HR, I feel lucky as a, a leader in, in our organization that can offer that to our employees. That's great to hear. Yeah, no, that, that's 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 great to hear. Uh, um just right had a random question pop into my head. Like, what are you seeing as the uh main 
sort of benefits that are being utilized. When you look at sit down with the, you mentioned you sit down with Carrot and sit down with the other, uh, other organization yeah. and talk about, you know, measure. Like, what are the areas that are being utilized the most? So there has been so far, I mean, it's nine months. So ask again in a year, maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll get a better trend. But for sure, fertility treatment by far. Really? Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, we, had some, we had some surrogacy, we had some adoptions, uh, but in particular in countries where, uh, I mean, I'm French, I come from France and the French government is covering, you know, but the, the French government has these family friendly, you know, they, they, mm. they need babies. So they're paying for, so you don't pay anything, but I've got a relative in, in Ireland or in England um, and they had to pay themselves and that they had to make the choice between redoing their kitchen or, or buying a house or doing a fertility treatment. I mean, yeah, it's heartbreaking. Our employees don't need to have that choice anymore. And and a lot of people have said to me, and I was like, that's when I get teary. Now that's where I'm like, oh, okay, it's worth the head banging moments yeah, uh, yeah, to be yeah. here because I get emails. People say, thank you because I I I fell three times, and my husband has said, we can't afford to try another time. Now I will. Thank you, wow. and you have me forever. And they might leave in five years' time. I don't know, but. Wow. I mean, I, I'm not a brain surgeon. I'm not, I'm, but this is when purpose and mission of a company comes mm. to life. And you talk about, you talk about the war of talent, what the new or young generation, I think COVID changed a lot of things, good and bad. And for me, it's a catalyst, good yes. and bad. Mm. And one of the biggest catalysts in my view, and you can argue there's plenty, but personally, I see people have realized and not just young people, even people my age and older say, look, do I want to be in that mad race? Do you, I keep earning money is a good thing, but I want to earn it in a meaningful way. So we all know purpose, mission is true, not just with the newer, younger generation. That's clear. But even with the not so young generation, that might not have that because COVID forced us to pause for a while. And having that mission, that purpose, and in any company can have one. Again, I'm easy. I'm lucky. You know, we make babies, we save lives. Hey, that's, you know. It's a pretty good one. <laughs> it can be more difficult. Yeah. But it's living, it's living that mission, that yeah. purpose every day. Because I worked for other organizations that had great mission, great vision. And I'll tell you, without naming them, that they didn't live it every day. I definitely suffered as employee, you know. And you think, okay, that's great what they have in their brochure. So in some ways... It goes back to one of your questions. What are we doing? Are we doing enough to communicate? No. But I am a lot prouder, and I think it's a lot more impactful, that we might not have many glossy brochures and great video everywhere, but we leave our mission every day. And yes, we're still a best-kept secret, maybe less of a secret than it used to be, and hopefully be well-known. But if I had to choose between a a... a I don't know, superficial, LinkedIn, glossy, we are the best mm. versus what truly people experience. Authentic. As a head of HR, mm -hmm. I know which one I would choose and I know which one I choose every single day, which is here. Yeah. No, I love that. Sorry uh, to be I, so blunt. But, no, uh, I think we can all we can all relate to that. I think like I, I, we've all worked in companies where, you know, you see this sort of external facing voice and media and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> we're not even doing that internally in, in our in our organization no. you're right and it's very and the, um, and those 
that those talented people leave just as fast as they come in. They come into oh, those yeah. organizations faster. faster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're like, wait a minute, this is not what I signed up for. This isn't what, yeah. you know, what was advertised as it were. And they, and they leave um, uh, as well. Whereas the opposite effect happens in organizations like yours, yeah. right? They're like, oh, wow, I, no, I, I want to be here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we didn't have talent acquisition function when I joined two years ago. We now have one that they are outstanding. They're great. And they are, they are doing a great job to bringing talent in. But we're actually spending a lot more time and money and energy on the learning and development. And it's a, it's it's early in a journey. So again, we're far from perfect. Um, but we're making improvement because for me, it's like, at least let's make sure we keep in grow those we have and okay we might will be still uh, the best secret but as long as those who have delivered discovered that secret stay with us and help us be successful then okay maybe they'll make noise and then it will come we're still small 2.2 billion you know and growing but still it's just another demonstration of your investment in the people right um uh, uh, yeah. along that journey like you mentioned you just you know, who did you uh i'm always interested in these things who did you partner with on the uh, on the learning side who did you partner so with? So we, we've created our own, so we it, it, nothing unusual. We created our own platform because, again, okay. like many organizations, we had loads of different offerings. It's yeah, like yeah. the internet. Yeah. It's on the internet. <laughs> yeah. So it's on the intranet. So we, we we kind of all put it together. But okay. because we, we recognize also we need to deliver a, a personalized learning experience. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, we need to integrate other resources. Um, so we're partnering with LinkedIn Learning. Oh, nice. It's, it's nothing unusual, but... They're providing, you know, access to a lot of courses and videos, sure. and I'm not paid by them, so it's not a sponsored uh, call here. <laughs> no worries. But we're working with them because, again, it's back to being employee of choice. We're providing, we want to provide, we aim to provide mm-hmm. personal and professional growth, so people can, I mean, they 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 can have courses and videos with something that's nothing to do with their day job here. But we believe that if they are happy and they grow, maybe they'll bring the skills somewhere else and hopefully stay yeah. also with us. So Yeah, LinkedIn Learning is great. I've never really heard anyone say a bad thing <laughs> about, about, yeah. about LinkedIn Learning. And as you said, it gives people the opportunity and also the experience, the user experience is really good of it. Yeah. And also they can explore any number of topics, like you said, or areas yeah. to keep them engaged um, I mean, well. we, we've got Cornerstone as well. I mean, we, we've got others, but in terms of like having access, we paid a license with them and therefore, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of guys yeah. because we, we we want to really push that self-serving a little yeah. bit. Of course, we are launching these big corporate program, which most companies have of a reasonable size, um, which we didn't. So mm-hmm. that's new for us. But it's also... look. You, the horse has to come to the water. We'll bring the water in fresh. That's and true. We've got to take, char- take, take charge of their own to come learning. Come yeah. yeah, that's true. You can't, you can't, yeah. you know, say, "Hey, we want to be, we want to grow and be developed," and, and then not take initiative <laughs> themselves no, of their own learning exactly. uh, as well. So that that is, has got to yeah. be, you got to meet in the middle. But listen, we need, we need to do like part two about the learning journey because I feel okay. like we, we we can talk for hours uh, otherwise. But no, that, no, j- no. J- and, and and people will be falling asleep soon. <laughs> Um, we I told you we we're going to do our quick fire round, so let's jump into that uh, before we jump. So before I let you go, you got thirty seconds per question. Are you ready? Yeah. Steady. Let's <laughs> go. go. What are your hobbies and passions outside the office? 
my family, my friends, I like a nice glass of wine Ooh, and yeah. uh, spending time with, uh, my, my passion, yeah, spending time with those that I love, which yeah. I don't do enough. So No, love that one. Um, if you could click your fingers and change one thing about HR, what would you change? Uh, the name, potentially, because <laughs> we're start. business leaders. And now because I, I love my function, but it's we're not valued at where we are. So being really part, considered fully everywhere as the business, and maybe it's the name to change, I don't know. Yeah, I know, I agree. Um, how would your family uh, and friends describe what you do for a living? What do you think they would say? I have no clue what mum does. <laughs> Mummy, what's your job? Firing and hiring people. Uh, my husband, I think, know a little bit. He's in corporate. He's an IT executive. Oh, okay. So I think he knows more. But I think it's still a misery for, mystery, a mystery. Sorry, for my family. And, uh, yeah, love it. Um, hiring and firing people is probably the... Uh, yeah, unfortunately, that's the, talking about... We, we need a rebrand, right, of HR because that, unfortunately, is the common <laughs> answer as so well. I, I tell them, I make people happy. But, say, but I hear you often. You say you're sacking people. I'm like, no, I'm not sacking people, darling. Oh, but yeah. anyway... <laughs> yeah, no worries. It's the same for everyone. Um, exactly. Have you ever considered a career outside of HR? Well, actually, I started my career outside of HR. Believe it or not, I'm a biochemist. So wow. I worked uh, as a project manager. I, I studied HIV inhibitors, but that was in a previous life. Okay. Um, and I moved to marketing. So actually, I started in marketing before my uh, moving into HR through headhunting. So I had nice. a life before HR. <laughs> you had a life before HR. So when you said that... <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. So no, I, I, actually, it's funny because sometimes people said, oh, so you're not really HR. And I think in their eyes, a good thing, which I, that's why I said it shouldn't be a good thing. I'm really delighted to be HR. I think some of them probably think, where did she go wrong? Oh, she's gone downhill. Yeah, because you know, it's funny. That, that, they put her in HR? that happens all the time. Like I speak to so many HR leaders and like when they first get tapped on the shoulder to say, hey, would you consider this? They see it as like a, a step down from where they are. And they don't, they don't realize that. It's actually quite a common uh, thing. Um, but I'm proud. I'm proud, you know, of proud HR. Proud to be HR and, leader. Um, um, I'm carrying the thing with pride. Love it. What would you say is the biggest investment you've made in yourself that's been the, had the most impact? Uh, that's a very good question. I think uh, trying to spend more time with myself. And that's just pathetic, but something I started doing um, Investing of time because um, I realized recently, you know, you, you, you run at work all the time uh, and I was spending far too much time running HR and not being an executive, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was probably, I was running at home. So I felt a bad executive, a bad wife, a bad mom, you know, you could go there. All of them will say, no, you're okay. But I kind of trying to give myself the gift of time, yeah. which I'm still working on, Chris. So uh, please don't reach out and say, how do you do it? I rel- I, I'm actually I relate trying so much to, to, that. to have me yeah. time, me time. It's hard. I, I, I relate to that so much. Like you meant the first part you mentioned, you spent, end up being like my, my coach always says, you know, Chris, you're working in the business, not on the business. Uh, yeah. you know, and, and making that time to just, yeah. just to have some space to think and just reflect and just, for me, that's when I'm working the, out or going for a walk and just separating. Yeah. Yeah. It's the hardest 
because it's all of us know it's like, oh, we, I didn't have time. No, I didn't mm. take the time. But on the other side, it's the easiest. It's free. It doesn't cost anything, you know, <laughs> and it's you can do it. And it's, it's saying no. Yeah. But that's probably the best thing I can think of like that. You told me 30 seconds. That's the best I can come up with. No, it was great. With, but, I've, uh, I've, I've, it was great. It was great. Um, who's one person that's had the biggest impact on your career? I'll say two person. First is my dad, my dear dad, not there because he influenced me in my whole life. So I think uh, how I am, who I am, that's him. And the one person I want to thank is uh, Caroline Luscombe, CHO of, well, Sadofi Aventis, Lafarge, Syngenta, loads of, of, of big company because she's the only HR leader who believed in me. I had great other business leaders who have giving me the career because they say, Christelle, you're not an HR. And in their mouth, it was a compliment. And they have positioned me. But as a HR, I think I've learned a lot from her. She's an outstanding leader, but she's also an outstanding human being. And she showed me you can be a leader and still be a nice person, which I was starting to doubt. And she showed me the light. So that's, <laughs> uh, if I have to pick one professional person, that would be her. That's amazing. Shout out to her. <laughs> when I grow old, I want to be her one day. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. And then uh, last last question. Um, especially in the last, you know, the, the role of HR is, and the role of work in general and, uh, and uh, how work's done, it has dramatically changed over the last couple of years. Yeah. And what it means to be a CHRO, I think, has also changed over the last couple of years and will continue to change. So what advice would you give to those HR leaders of tomorrow that are going to be sitting in your seat one day? Loads of things. But if I have to be quick, I'd say uh, be a business leader, not an HR leader. You know, you've got kind of come from that perspective. I think that's that's really important. Um, and back to what I just said, I think be an executive as much as, I don't want to say more, but at least as much as you running your functions uh, because I think you need to keep that head. I think the CHO have a much bigger role. I think the other leaders, they run their function. We have a duty, a CHO, to really play that glue to the executive committee, to help on the people side, to help them work as a team, which, I mean, other leaders all have that, but we have a duty of, I, I, I believe. So it's, is to be more than just CHRO mm -hmm. um, and keep enjoying it. It's fun and be proud. I mean, seriously, I think 20, 30 years ago, maybe HR was a dirty word. I think now we are more and more recognized as a business function. Um, so wear the badge with pride. Own it. Yeah. No, I love it. Well, listen, yeah. thanks so much for coming on. I really enjoyed it. The conversation. And Chris. Um, you're, you're, and um, congrats again to you and the team for all the amazing work that you're no, doing. No, and thanks for your interest in pairing. And look, again, everything I've said and done, it's my team. I'm the luckiest because I've got the best team in HR in the whole industry. Yeah. So uh, and they make me look good. I only have one talent is to hire good people. So they make me look good. Yeah. A, and you need to get like a t-shirt that says Fairing, the best kept secret. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I might do that, Chris. You my next to... HR meeting, I might, I might do that and send <laughs> yeah. it to all my team around Love the it. world. Well, listen, enjoy the rest of your day. I'll see you soon. And, Thanks, uh, a million. Really Thanks. appreciate the time Bye. and the interest. Bye, Chris. Bye.